You're listening to To Dine for the Podcast, the Shot Put Media production, presented by MasterCard. Start something priceless. What's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by Terlato Wine Group. American National Insurance, and Spiritless. Grilling season is here, and you may be looking for the perfect wine pairing for your delicious summer cooking. The Federalist offers a lineup of American craft wines that are bold, full-bodied, and crafted with as much quality and character as the men they celebrate. Each bottle featuring audacious takes on traditional styles. The Federalist is the perfect companion to anything that you're grilling up tonight. You can use promo code TDF20 to get 20% off your first bottle at uncork.com. Cheers, everyone. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit americannational.com dine. Before we get to the podcast, I want to share the story of three young women who are carving their own path in the beverage industry. They started a company called Spiritless. Their first product is called Kentucky 74, and it's a non-alcoholic bourbon. You can use it as the base for so many delicious mocktails or drink it by itself on the rocks. What I like to do is go halvesies, meaning you mix it with a foolproof bourbon to lower the ABV in your cocktail. I put a little honey, cinnamon, and an orange slice, and it is truly delicious. If you'd like to enjoy an evening cocktail with no guilt, you can use promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special to dine for. Today, we are on a tiny island off the coast of Anguilla. There are no residents here. There is no electricity, but there is a restaurant. And I can't wait for you to meet the visionary who chose this as her favorite restaurant in the world, Jet Set Sarah. Welcome to paradise. Anguilla is known for its low-key attitude and high standard of service. Anguilla is a well-kept secret and truly a Caribbean crown jewel. Anguilla never disappoints. Oh. You think it's going to be good, you know it's going to be good, and then you get here and you just can't believe how good it is. Yeah. The British Caribbean island of just 14,000 people is one of the world's leading luxury destinations. Here, there are no shopping malls, high-rises, or casinos. In Anguilla, it's all about brightly colored architecture, tropical breezes, and local flair everywhere. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing me to Sandy Island. Wow. 
Can you believe it? <laughs> I can't. Is Hardly. it everything you dreamed and more? It really is. It's such a unique, special place. Seriously, that doesn't even begin to describe it. You know, this is the dream, and we are living the dream, so I'm happy to live it with you. Sandy Island is located just five miles from the mainland of Anguilla. And if you think Anguilla is incredible, this is a paradise within paradise. Let's just start with how you get here. For 10 bucks, diners board a sea shuttle, where even the name on the boat tells you what you're in for. Sandy Island Restaurant is the only establishment on the island. The electricity, solar powered with a backup generator. The staff and fresh fruits, herbs, and seafood are all brought in daily by boat. Sandy Island Restaurant is designed so you can bury your feet in the sand and feel like you are in the middle of nowhere. Because really, you are. Sandy Island is paradise in the middle of the sea. That's the quickest, shortest way I can actually sum it up. It is a beautiful spit of sand, 360 degree of sheer white beautiful goodness. It's a place where the owner, Simone Connor, never forgets her guests. But this isn't just a beautiful restaurant. It's a restaurant with a story that begins with Simone's father, a local fisherman. Back in the late 1970s, early 80s, he would have been asked to take some tourists, actually, out fishing for one of the local hoteliers here in Anguilla. And on the way back to the hotel, the tourists would have looked and saw this little island and said, hey, we want to go there. And so my father, you know, obliged. He brought them here. Soon, tourists started asking Simone's dad to take them to the island regularly. Cooked some of the fish he caught for the people and roasted them on the fire rocks. And he said he was lying down under a coconut tree. One of the men actually walked up to him and said, hey, dude, you should do this. This is awesome. And he looked at the man. He was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do it for truth. And the rest is history. But it hasn't been all smooth sailing for this island. In fact, there have been stormy waters, literally. Sandy Island Restaurant is a story of survival. Twice, the entire island has been washed away. Most recently, in 2017, with Hurricane Irma. It's a very emotional topic for me. Um, we stood on the hill, just in South Hill, just behind me here, and we looked over, hoping to see just a speck of sand, and there was none. So where we're standing right now was water. Um, it took a couple months for sand deposits to come back, and every time the sand deposits would come back, we would come in with our wheelbarrows, and for you know two, three weeks, we would take the sand and bring it into the middle, and the island just grew, and bit by bit, you know, it came back. It is a lot of work, but it's something that we love. It's a labor of love. It's not often you get to grab lunch on an island built by hand. On this sunny, sandy piece of perfection, I'm dining on seafood straight out of the sea with another dreamer. Jet Set Sarah. Sarah has created a dream career for herself, bringing us all along on her adventures to warm weather destinations, from Machu Picchu to Miami, the Bahamas to Belize. Sarah takes us there with her photos, words, and incomparable smile. Her articles and Instagram posts dive into the details of her travels, the stuff you might not see unless you're told to look for it. So, of course, when it came time to order at her favorite restaurant, I let the expert do the talking. And I'm going to have exactly okay. what you're having. So, Dion, first things first, let's just get our priorities correct. Can we have two rum punches, please? Sure. Because, right, it would be rude to come here and not have one of your rum punches, right? Sure. So we're definitely going to have the crayfish because you can't come to Anguilla and not have the crayfish. Would you like something to start? I'd love to try the drunken shrimp. Yes, and uh, the gravies. 
I'll try the sticky rubies. Sure. Perfect. The name is very cute, so we gotta try them. Of all the restaurants in the Caribbean, mm. and there are so many fantastic ones, why specifically did you choose Sandy Island? This place is like no other. Sandy Island has a special place in my heart because it was the first place that I came to when I first came here in 2012. It was the first time I came here. And I met Simone, the owner, and she and I just bonded and it was just special. Mm. It's a love connection. It's a love connection. And I love Anguilla because I think it has the perfect combination of being high-end but low-key. Mm. It's not pretentious. Mm -hmm. The standard of service and product here is amazing, but there's no attitude. There's an expression we have in Jamaica, stocious, which means you're just, you're just too fancy. They're not stocious here, you know? <laughs> Anguillians recognize that they have a great thing here and they're very welcoming and want other people to come here, but they're also just proud. And once you discover Anguilla, it's a secret that you want to share. Mm. Your mother is from Barbados. Correct. Your father is from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. What was it like growing up in that family and how did it shape who you are today? I think it's safe to say that everything I am is because of those two people, everything. I was born in England and essentially spent my whole life going backwards and forwards in roughly three-year increments. So you're going back and forth from England to the Caribbean? Yes, England to Jamaica the whole time, okay. for basically my whole life. So it definitely started me on, opened my eyes to the world and started my love for travel. What do you think it is about travel that is so magical for you, that has sort of ignited a passion and really mapped out your career path. Actually, my first memory ever is of being three and on the plane and going from London Heathrow to Kingston in Jamaica. And I was on the plane and I remember looking outside, out through the window and saying to my mother, Mommy, Mommy, the clouds are upside down. Oh. It was so magical. And even now, 50 something years later, that magic has never left me. I'm always excited to travel, no matter how much it becomes a schlep. I'm always excited by airports, by hotels, by the theater of the concourse at the airport. Here comes something. This is gonna be the coconut shrimp. Ah. This is gonna be the sticky release. Thank you. That's wow, is that good? Is it good? It's almost like a little curry in it. Yes. With the drunken shrimp appetizer, you get succulent shrimp bathed in a coconut curry and rum sauce with just a hint of curry seasoning. The sticky ribbies are just like they sound, juicy baby back ribs slathered with a sweet but also mildly spicy sauce. Oh, the rum punch, thank you. Thank you so much, Dion. Okay, you have to take a break from the shrimp because we have to toast. Cheers. Cheers to you and for Thank bringing you. me to such a spectacular place. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. And here's to Anguilla. Here's to Anguilla. And exactly. Sandy Cheers. Oh my God. Oh wow. What did I tell you? Dion, you outdid yourself. Beyond okay. Excellent. I have everything I need right here. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. You know, you really grew up with three cultures. You mm. grew up with the British culture, with Barbados, mm. and Jamaican culture. That's three distinct personalities, and now you live in America. I think there is something about being completely transported to another way of thinking, being, food, people, mm. mindset that allows you to grow and to see things differently than someone who stays in the same place. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's easy to get locked into your own little worldview and your own community and think that that's the whole world. 
but it's not. And when I come back, particularly to the Caribbean, I feel like I'm in the right place. I feel like everything is aligned. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing what I was put on earth to do, mm. which is to share the Caribbean with the world. And as much joy as I get from being in the Caribbean, I get more from sharing it with other people. Mm. Like it's just, you know, to watch you have a rum punch and come to Sandy Island and realize it's not hype. It really is this great. It's better than it looks on Instagram. Right. That makes me feel so good. Like I did my job, yeah. you know, travel isn't just something I do. It's really part of who I am. As you said, you are a Caravangelist. Caravangelist, Meaning you are an yes. evangelist for the Caribbean. Yeah. And you want people to understand the complexity the uniqueness, the diversity, the diversity, and how every island is its own world. Yeah. Sarah's Caravangelist mission isn't just to encourage you to travel. She wants you to truly experience the place, immerse yourself in the culture, meet the people, if even for just a single afternoon. As a Caravangelist, when I say Anguilla and people say, oh, you mean Antigua? Or you mean Aruba? Ah. You know? That's my job to say, oh, no, 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 Antigua, Anguilla, Aruba, they're all completely different. And let me tell you why. Better still, let me show you why. We'll have more on this conversation in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code to dine for to get free shipping. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you, so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm, or your life, you can count on your local American national agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American national companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, 
Visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. Grilling season is here, and you may be looking for the perfect wine pairing for your delicious summer cooking. The Federalist offers a lineup of American craft wines that are bold, full-bodied, and crafted with as much quality and character as the men they celebrate. Each bottle featuring audacious takes on traditional styles. The Federalist is the perfect companion to anything that you're grilling up tonight. You can use promo code TDF20 to get 20% off your first bottle at uncork.com. Cheers, everyone. Now back to our conversation. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) That looks incredible. Wow. That is the crayfish. Thank you. Amazing. Only in Anguilla. Crayfish is indigenous to Anguillan waters. And at Sandy Island Restaurant, it is the most popular meal on the menu. It's sort of like a small lobster. This crayfish is grilled to perfection. It's tender and sweet and pairs perfectly with a rum punch. Becoming a travel writer is a dream for many people. You started, like so many people, one article at a time. Yes. And you establish credibility with every article that you write. So what was the next move to kind of launch you as a travel writer? I ended up working in PR for Sandals. I was there for four years. It was absolutely the bedrock of my career. I knew I was very good at my job, but I don't know, I just got to a feet, I felt a bit burnt out and I kind of felt like I wanna do something else. And what really interested me was the writing. And I realized I wanted to tell the story of the Caribbean, but from a different point of view as a journalist. Mm. You know, it's funny how when you look backwards, you see how it all comes together. But at the time, you're not really aware of your path, only of the direction, right? While I was at Sandals, my boss, Butch Stewart, was kind enough to allow me to take a sabbatical. Ah. Because I think I was leaning towards editorial. He allowed me to take a four-month sabbatical, and I moved to New York City. And what was the magazine? It was called Heart and Soul, and it doesn't exist anymore, but it was a magazine for black women interested in health and fitness. Okay. So So you um, have this great internship. You you clearly, you found what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Did you come back immediately and quit from Sandals? Yeah, after about three or four months of returning, I realized this is not for me. Okay. Hmm. Just hold on a minute, let me have this moment. On to dine for, you can always have the moment. Have you had your moment? Mm-hmm. A moment of silence for the deliciousness of the crayfish. Wow. That's just oh, so fresh. You yeah. can taste a grill. You can taste a Caribbean. Oh. You can taste Anguilla. This is Anguilla on a plate. Anguilla basically. on a plate. Seriously, Amazing. if you came to Anguilla and you didn't have crayfish, did you even come here? For real? <laughs> did you really come here? Or I did you just that. pass by? I love that. You have to have this. Sarah knew she had a talent and love for writing but she didn't know if her side hustle could be a full-time job until she landed the executive editor job at Caribbean Travel and Life magazine in Orlando. I'd just gotten married, but I remember my husband saying to me, this is your dream job, and I don't worry about what it will do to us if you go. I will worry about what it will do to our relationship if you don't go. This is your dream, you have to pursue it. So I was at Caribbean Travel and Life for six years, and it was the best, and this, this is how I came here. Yes. And we came, we met Simone, we came to Sandy Island, that's how it all started. But just as her writing career was taking off, the magazine industry was taking a hit. Everything changed. Right. 
And so they decided that Caribbean Travel and Life was no longer going to exist as a magazine. Right. I didn't really have a plan B. And so one day when I got the call that we're not publishing the next issue, I thought, well, you know what I'm going to do? And it's so funny. I'm so, so naive. I look back at it and laugh. I thought, well, you know, no problem. What I'll do is I'll just freelance for six months to a year until I get myself another fabulous staff gig. Because, of course, why wouldn't this happen? Well, that six-month stop gap yes. essentially has turned into a nine-year career. Yes. Sarah now writes for some of the top travel publications across the world. Travel and Leisure, Afar, Condé Nast Traveler, Islands.com, The Telegraph, to name a few. Her storytelling talents have earned her some major recognition. Forbes named her as one of the top 15 black travel writers to read. And thousands of people follow her adventures on social media. What would be your advice to someone who wants to become a travel writer? It's a great job and it's the only thing that I can imagine myself doing is, is communicating my travel experiences, whether through writing or on camera or whatever. But it is not, as with many things, it's just not as glamorous as it looks. It pays really poorly. I just want to say that, honestly. It, it, it pays, pays really poorly. It pays in experiences. I have right? a life that is rich and full and I'm happy. And like I said, I'm secure that I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But if you're coming into this thinking, I'm going to make a lot of money, you're not. So what but, if someone is pure in intention and wants to follow your path mm. and become a writer, whether it's Caribbean or otherwise, mm. what advice would you have for someone really following their heart and, and exploring a creative path? Start with what you love, you know, and tell the story. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tell the story only you can tell. Mm. You know, travel writers are a dime a dozen. What is a story? that only I can tell you, nobody else can tell you, because the generic story is out there for anyone with the internet connection. You have to make it special, and you make it special by tapping into what you find special and what you love about it. So I think it all starts with having a passion, and even though, you know, I, the God's honest truth is, even if I didn't get paid a cent to do this, I would still do this. But you have become really, really good at telling a story through Instagram, through social media, using humor, using food, using beautiful images. But that's what I mean. There's a more than one way to tell a story and it doesn't have to be reams of text because nobody's reading three pages of just deep text. You can tell it through a video, you can tell it through a boomerang, you can tell it through just a single image or a carousel of images. So that forced me to become more creative in my storytelling and I found it really exciting. Mm. How can someone be a good traveler, specifically mm. to the Caribbean? Mm. I'm ready for this question. The roots of Caribbean travel are in colonialism. And it is so interesting how particularly when you go to a resort, a big resort, you still see vestiges of colonialism in modern day life. And I think that when people come to the Caribbean, you have to know that in the back of your mind. Little examples, like you may find that the people at the front desk are lighter skinned and have long straight hair. Mm. But the people in the service parts and back of house, they might be darker skinned. Oh. You may find that lighter skinned and or white and or imported people are at the management level mm -hmm. and local people are at the service level. 
plantation tours. You know, no one, none of us in the Caribbean denies that slavery exists. It's part of our history and we are not ashamed. But we are hundreds of years out from slavery. And so when I see new resorts opening and they talk about colonial era glamour or elegance, I think to myself, really? Because my people weren't having a good time in the colonial era. My people, it does not hearken any good memories of colonial times. So it's part of our past, but I don't want it to be part of our present or our future. Basically what you're saying is when you come to the Caribbean to think a little bit differently and be a little bit more thoughtful about some of your choices, whether it's hotel yes. or tour or restaurants, to really find the locals. Yeah, be intentional because if you're just gonna lie on the beach or lie by the pool, you could have stayed at home. Right. Save yourself time and money and stay at home. Is your mother and father still alive? Yes, very much so. What do they think of your career? My father said to me the other day, it seems like what you do is it's kind of a vocation. You know, when he, I told him like, well, I'm gonna do this, it's gonna take me X days and I'm gonna get paid X and it's gonna not turn up till 60 days after I've done the work. And he's just like, this is like a vocation. This is, is this a real job? The biggest compliment that anyone can give me is that they, they read something about an experience I did and they felt like they were there. So on this show, I believe that food tells a story mm -hmm. and a food tells the story a little bit of the person that I'm talking to. And so your love of the Caribbean and your love of crayfish are intertwined and the fact mm. that you brought me here to have this meal at this moment. I'm so right. grateful, thank you. You're so welcome, it is my pleasure. Nothing I could write makes up for the actual experience of being here, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I could try to be as lyrical as I wanted to and to put your toes in the sand and to make you feel the breeze on your back and that distant roar of the waves in the background. But you have to actually be here to know what it's like. To be in the moment, right yes. here with this crayfish. Yes. Yes. yes, I completely agree. Yes. After an amazing lunch in this one-of-a-kind place in the world, Sarah wants to share one of her favorite places on the island with us, Monday's Bay. Anguilla is only 60 miles long and three miles wide, but it's filled end to end with 33 breathtaking beaches. Of all the islands, Anguilla has some of the best weather in the Caribbean, always sunny and right around 80 degrees. 33 beaches in Anguilla? Yes, all of them fabulous. Right. Everyone a winner. But Monday's Bay is really special and really beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. It's a perfect crescent of sand. The sand is so fine, it's like confectioner sugar. Mm. It's so white. Monday's Bay lives up to the hype. It's the powder white sand and crystal clear water that you've seen in magazines. It's the stuff that Sarah writes about. To end this amazing experience, we sit down for one last cocktail, overlooking Monday's Bay, to take in the sunset and the natural beauty of it all. What is next for you? Where do you see your career going? I hope that this is the foundation for media domination. <laughs> Well, your dad said it was a vocation, and the word vocation is its an interesting word choice because vocation implies a purpose bigger than yourself. Mm. It's about being truly proud mm. of this beautiful part of the world. Yes, and there's nowhere else like it. I'm very interested, you know, some people travel and the first thing they want to do is go to a local restaurant. The first thing I want to do is go to a local store and see what do they make here. I think what's so remarkable about you is this is so much more than travel. 
It is about learning, it is about experiencing a place that you truly love through the lens of the people who live there. And, and getting other people to experience and love the Caribbean the way you do. It's not a hard job. How hard? This is a very easy job. How hard do I, I have to convince any sentient being right. that they should be here right now? What a way to end this day in Anguilla. Let's just be honest. Jet Set Sarah is living many people's fantasy. A dream career that she cooked up and hustled hard to achieve. But beyond the glamorous jet-set lifestyle is what her father calls a vocation and a value system she holds dear, that each Caribbean island is a special and unique destination worthy of getting to know the culture and the people who live here. Sarah doesn't look like she's working, but I can promise you she is. Sharing the stories and shining a light on what makes this corner of the world such a fascinating place and enticing you to dream up your next travel adventure. This has been awesome. I want to make a toast. Yes. Cheers to you and to this incredible lunch and experience in Anguilla. So nice to meet you. And you too. Continued success. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And finally, we drink. <laughs> Thanks for listening to To Dine For The Podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at todinefortv and Facebook at To Dine For with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For, the podcast, American National, Spiritless, and Terlato Wine Group. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golner. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.